Welcome back to Radio Spring Food. We said we wouldn't do it again. <laughs> as long as our episodes are now, you might have just finished the last one, which only came out eight or nine days ago. Assuming you hit play as soon as they drop. That's right. Which That's I'm right. assuming will be about uh, yeah, 1 a.m., something like that, Missouri time. <laughs> Not kidding myself. Nobody who lives anywhere else is listening to this. Maybe Oregon. Highly doubtful. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 penetrated the the PNW, the pines penetrated the pines, in the pines in the pines <laughs> where they listen to thine uh, <laughs> mimes boy nine mimes yeah the only place where you can listen to a mime because it's so quiet out there that you can you can hear the little air wisps as the mime mimes moves their hands. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you don't see any mimes up there. As the mimes moves their hands. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show that makes you want to be able to wow. hear a mime. Wow. <laughs> I feel like we just did this thing. We did just do it. We've laid out the premise of mm-hmm. the episode today. It's Whiplash right. Part 2. I'm doing sad songs, depressing songs, dance doing uplifting songs. But first, we got to do our discoveries. We gotta do our discoveries, do. Dan. Yeah. And Dan is gonna share his discovery first. <laughs> sure, Andy. I actually will share my discovery because although you know pr- the pre-ep would lead Andy to believe that I did not have a discovery because I said that. Yeah, I was trying to sandbag him. All it took was a little engaging discussion. Just a just you get me on the airwaves for even a second. You get these juices flowing, and it gets me to thinking. I actually did listen to something new, and I really enjoyed it. And it was not uplifting at all, but it's pretty cool, Andy. It's freaking Black Midi with the, the new album. It's nuts. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the sporting event of the year? To the thousands in attendance and to the millions watching around the world, let's see some thunder! Posterity will show me to be the greatest the world has ever seen. A genius among nine entities. The Ludwig Clash of the Century, February 21st, 2163, I was there, but could not see being a three for three superfluous freak, blinded by necks, upper backs, and knees, falling fast, flapped by the breeze, Sunter in the red trunks, the sons who in the blue, both ran to the center of the ring, while the ransoms who continued to sing. Sun Zoo, seeking strength from a snakeskin bra. 
comes to the front of the crowd Some sugar came over Some sugar came over and shook my hand He turned away and I shot him in the back Some sugar came over and shook my fucking hand He turned away and I shot him in the back My sons raised his arms A ground champ while sugar bled on No doctor on the scene The audience won! Eventually found a son of survive Spent reading the letters of a million wives Some sugar came What a me shit without me The youngest executioner in tabloid memory was a pretty cool song andy that was it's all over the place that's a wild one man i haven't seen the music video for it yet i've, I've just seen little uh snippets that, that look pretty crazy man black midi doing it again three in a row just uh, i i love them I, I love all those albums uh they were recently touring and came through lawrence kansas i mm. i thought about it had it been one of the uh nights that they were touring with the newly reformed black country new road i would have definitely been there but that was that was not their leg of the tour so Mm. i didn't go i listened to that song yesterday dan just part of a new music playlist and uh was like whoa i I discovered it first though yeah you did and you shared it with listeners first so you win don't don't try to jump on my discovery this is a competition after all i was just saying i i also think the song is awesome i don't know why i didn't consider doing it for discoveries oh right it's because i already had one uh the, we didn't get to last week wow the song that i'm going to share as my discovery this week is older it's from 1988 it's by the band fleetwood mac it's called paper doll and though it was written and recorded in 1988, it didn't come out until 1992 as part of a B-side collection. It was a B-side of the, the chain, which makes me think maybe it actually did come out earlier. But anyway, just listen to this and imagine this being a song that didn't make the cut for one of your albums. Well, it didn't make the cut for one of my albums, so I don't have to imagine that. Yesterday 
band in particular i listen to a lot of their music and it's just like mystifying how everything works together so beautifully i was <laughs> commenting while it was playing that it sounds very corny but then she starts singing and then suddenly everything makes sense and it stops being corny to me especially i think that first lyric sure. like that first couplet is so good you like a man with the future you're like a woman with a past it's like such a striking introduction to the character at the center of the song which is probably not a character it's probably one of her bandmates since all those <laughs> that band was just writing songs about how they wish they still loved each other all the time no i don't know man fleetwood Mac, so good and just to, to toss one off like that in a best of collection years later the chain was that on rumors oh i'm gonna edit it to make it like i know yeah that one's from rumors i i guess i i do get why it didn't make the cut you know i i yeah i i don't know that it fits tonally with with everything else going on on that album but man mick fleetwood underappreciated classic rock great really great drummer that guy 
Yeah, absolutely. What a great band. They're just just fantastic. All right, Dan. So yeah. those are our discoveries. I discovered a classic song that everyone has heard many, many, many times. And that's you right, maybe. did a real weird one that just came out last week. So that's our that's our styles. I'm older and you were a bit younger. How are you, Dan? I'm doing pretty good, Andy. It's a nice Monday evening here, Springfield, Missouri. Honestly, I just been hard at work all day. Got off, cracked myself an ice cold LaCroix, mm. and I'm ready to hit the airwaves. I'm ready to to drop these uplifting, funky mojo. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is that garbage? What did they call that stupid album? What the the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I guess I have Spotify pulled up here, so we're talking pre mother's milk andy and i know that's what you were wondering you were like is it but was it before or after mother's milk i could hear your little gears turning can you hear little the scissors cutting out of this (laughs) section (laughs) the uplift mofo party plan and that's what i'm trying to hip (laughs) listeners to this week is uh sort of my own uplift mofo party plan uh, as i am now tasked with the uplifting side of our whiplash series andy indeed and i'm supposed to take depressing songs which Mm -hmm. i did not enjoy doing (laughs) because i don't want to feel bad in fact i prefer to feel good I think I used to like depressing music a lot more, Dan. I, I think it used to be a lot more meaningful to me before I started taking better care of my mental health. If you can imagine that. It's like now I'm listening to a lot of these sad songs and I'm like, man, I don't relate to this that much. I, I do. I do. I just, I just don't want to put myself in that place where I do. If that makes sense. <sighs> Andy, I'm not going to lie. This one was not super easy for me i could i you know last time i ended up with almost 30 uh depressing songs Mm. and uh they they were fairly easy for me to track down some of my all-time favorite songs in there Mm -hmm. but but this time i i i barely cracked 12 andy i i got a dozen a baker's dozen maybe it could have been because we'd had a much more limited time frame to put this together it has been much shorter. Uh, I, I know that I definitely spent less time putting this together. I also know that just when I listen to music now, it's I'm usually trying to get pumped up to run or work out. Uh, and I'm not really trying to indulge whatever you know thing I'm feeling. And so a lot of these songs that I've picked are still pretty driving. Not necessarily upbeat, but pretty driving Another thing I notice is that songs that scan is depressing to me now are like breakup songs because those you know th- that those sure. are the events that have like made me really sad as an adult over the last you know decade and so I tried to avoid that as much as I could and went for more of like an existential uh, sadness rather than one related to some sort of relationship whoa though I'm still going to include some of the that kind of stuff in here too because it's it's true too. Uh, my own taste when it comes to this type of music i got relationship whoa andy hey we're not this isn't the romantic episode i see my girlfriend and i be like whoa you know (laughs) it's a good joke 
That, is that what you were talking about? Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Andy, I'm sorry. As I maybe already said, this was very hard for me. Yeah. We're we're playing against type this week a little bit. Except that I also get super sad. You know, but, you, you, know. you said that it was because of a, a lack of time, but I did the same thing I do every single week or every single episode. I scroll through every single album in my Spotify catalog and I try to think, does that have a song that would fit on this? And that's what I did this time. That's what I do last time. That's what I do every single time, Andy. That's just the dedication I have to this show. How many albums how many albums you got in the Spotify catalog? Too many. Too many. Whole bunch of them haven't even ever heard. Uh, <laughs> I, but. I thought you were gonna say fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I have rumors. Uh, I have <laughs> that Black Midi album and Baby Sharks. And <laughs> I, I scroll through all of those. 12 Baby Shark remixes. <laughs> yes. Each yeah, a different yeah. album. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they got the custom album art. Andy, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. Today's my last day off before I go back to work. That's, that's kind of why we're, we're recording again so early, because I'm going to be in the thick of it. Also, we just had a great time last time and wanted to get back to it. Yeah, it was fun. This isn't as fun. <laughs> This one's not going as good. <laughs> hey, it's going great, Andy. Uh, this is our first two-parter. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty serious event. And Andy, you know, I, I haven't really discussed it with you, and I'm going to continue to not discuss it with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that I got I got something in store for the old listeners, Andy. Oh. You know these freaking cassettes? Uh-huh. How many of these do we get? <laughs> Hundred, I, I think so. Well, I think we got. I think there were, the order was a hundred, and we wound up with fifty of them, or something like that. I don't know. Oh, we got more than fifty. I'll tell you that right okay, now. Okay, it was probably two hundred, and then a hundred for us, hundred for the label. How many think the label sold? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have pretty definitive numbers on that as well, because uh, the, that the label exists out of out of my house. Uh-huh. Uh, at least those cassettes, Andy. We gotta move some of these freaking things. And that's Let's all move them. Should, should I res- Let's move should them. I lower the price? To no, like no, no. one dollar? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've already got a real good scheme cooked up for these little freaks. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So how stay tuned the, for the scheme. How much are we charging for this deck thing? Maybe we should uh, lower it a little bit. Here's here's the thing, folks. You pony up fifteen dollars for a, a one of a kind limited to 100 spring food forever cassette tape they're five dollars they're five dollars oh my god okay ten dollars then ten dollars here's what i'm saying you pay ten dollars for this cassette you get a private message on Bandcamp from me dan himself you tell me what kind of music you're into you tell me your favorite food you tell me something about you and you will get a custom playlist. It, it's the Radio Spring Food edition of the Spring Food Forever cassette tape. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I think that's a that's a pretty momentous occasion for, for, for this two-parter event. So if you do that, um, you can also send me a message about mm-hmm. yourself tell me some details yeah. about your life and things that you enjoy <laughs> and i will ignore that message 
I will not respond to it. And so that you can have the privilege of, you know, uh, feeling like I feel when I text Dan. Yeah. <laughs> so you can know what it's like to be part of the spring food team. Oh, no. I'll, I'll probably also <laughs> ignore it for a little bit. Uh, shipping and handling as well as the playlist creation or any response to a message. Uh, you know, allow allow a little time for that. You know, I'm a busy guy. I, I got to record this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big deal. Yeah, it's a very big deal. We got to get <laughs> rid of these tapes. We got to get rid of them. They're taking so much space in Dan's home, which is something that I personally care about a lot. Oh, my God. These things. are. Just <laughs> I have one copy me. here with me. Sitting up there on the mantle, listen to it all the time. I gotta keep them under the toilet. You know what's funny? I, I had to Google our own t- tape compilation to see how much it cost because I couldn't remember the Bandcamp address. And the second hit was the Patio Month theme. Why is that nice. the second hit on Google? I mean, it's a good it's one. It's a solid song. People yeah. jamming that out in there in their whips during the summer. Maybe out on their patios. Could be. All right, Dan, you want to kick this off with an uplifting song that's just going to make people stand up in their cars as they listen. They're going to stand up. They're going to hit their little heads on the ceiling, but they're not going to care because they feel so good because of the song Dan's going to pick. (laughs) Yeah, Andy. Uh, Our our dumb, dumb listeners (laughs) are going to be brought to such uplifting emotions by this incredible song that I'm going to be presenting them with. Andy, you know, last week, kicked it off pretty early with a track from the band. I would tell them to go get their GEDs, but I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Dum-dums. They couldn't even <laughs> spell GED, Andy. <laughs> Speaking of GEDs... This is a song by the band. I played a song by them last week. I figured this would be a fun little companion piece. This is from The Last Waltz. It's an uplifting one. It's from uh, an artist that I'm not really that familiar with, you know, accompanying the band here on stage for their final performance uh, with the asterisk by it. It's Neil Diamond and the band with Dry Your Eyes. There's somebody you know for sure. Neil Diamond. Thanks very much. I'm going to do one song for you, but I'm going to do it good. Just like you're marching off the wall 
David Berman, formerly of the band Silver Jews, with his uh, project he was doing at the end of his life. Obviously, that's called All My Happiness Is Gone. That's a sad, sad song, Dan. That's very sad, sad uh, especially yeah, yeah, when you read a little bit more about the dude's life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. However, you found a properly sad song. I did. <laughs> that was my job, of course. <laughs> that really might be the did. saddest one I did. Uh, the, the cat jumped up on my lap as that one was playing. And I gave him a little a little hug, which I'm still giving him right now. And just, you know, so yeah, you know what? I'm not feeling this way. And it made me happy to have looked down at the little cat while that's what's going on. So, you know what? I can't relate to this at all at this moment. It's good. Talking to my best bud, sharing songs, holding the kitty. Life's good. I, I, I noticed that little guy was uh, opening his mouth a little bit. Was he letting out any meows? I didn't hear any make it to the microphone. Not this time. But what's What's his meow game like? It's good. It's real good. He and his sister both both are good to me hours. Usually when they're hungry or if they think we're going to leave, they know we're going to leave. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Does Mr. Business meow a lot? How's that meow game? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. If he's got a hole in his bowl, he'll let you know about it. And he, he'll switch it up. He can definitely... Uh, he can say hi. He can say um, goodbye. <laughs> He can say, come over here, touch my little tummy. That's all, though. Those, yeah. are, his, those are his three things that he can say. But they sound pretty pretty close. I, I always assume that whenever the cat meows at me, that he's saying, 
Andy, I love you so much. You're my favorite human in the world. I especially <laughs> like you more than... <laughs> whose name I will be cutting out. Yeah, my my cat definitely likes to fight for our affection as well, but I know yeah. he loves both of us equally. Oh, Mommy and Daddy. I love the cats so much. They they really make me happy. All right, Dan, but that's not my job. I'm not talking about cat happiness right now. I'm talking about sad stuff. Yeah, shut up and be sad, Andy. Sad stuff. All right, I'm going to take a big tonal shift here. This is a new band called the Linda Lindas. They're made up of some teenage girls, I believe, from Southern California. They don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. And uh, they got a real good, sad song about, uh, you know, not liking who you are. It's a first song on the new album, Growing Up. It's called Oh, with an exclamation point. Oh.
Ortiz uh, song uh, you definitely hipped me to we we uh, we've seen that song together Andy at a, at a particularly uplifting uh, moment in time in my life so Indeed. Uh, not only does it have that association uh, but it's also you know I thought it was a fun companion piece to your song the Linda Linda's uh, about uh, not being confident in your words and saying things that you've uh, thought are dumb uh, and, and this song just uh, raising the skate just exudes confidence absolutely uh, she, she ain't saying nothing wrong I she, Andy frankly if I can be frank and you might go ahead and get get the timestamp on this bad boy she didn't give a she didn't give a heck about that <laughs> <laughs> I met her. I'm sure you are. You already know this story, Dan, because we saw her. What was it? The back of a bookstore or something it was a porch mm-hmm. of some little mm-hmm. business in Austin, Texas, during South by Southwest in the year 2014, maybe March 2014. Yeah. Does that seem mm-hmm. right? That is right. There was a long line to use one single bathroom. And oh, yeah. I was in the front of that line and she needed to cut in front of me so she could use the restroom before the set said yeah cool great and i said i'm looking forward to the show so i had a little minor interaction with her uh anyway sadie dupuis thanks for being nice to me Uh, hey hey hope you enjoyed that bathroom trip (laughs) oh man okay you just made it so bad (laughs) what do that (laughs) andy (laughs) what (laughs) that was from the album foil deer a deer is a, a mammal. Another mammal is a bear. Mm. FX's The Bear is a show that I really liked recently and kind of wish we would have talked about on last week's episode. 
we can do it because I also watched it on your recommendation and thought it wow. was awesome. It's like one of my favorite things I've watched in a long time. It's so good. That's what I was looking for. There we go. I knew you would like it. It's way up your alley. It's about a chef who's yeah. troubled and works with uh-huh. cool, interesting people. Uh-huh. It's so it's and, great. And there's a lot of Wilco. A lot of uh, Wilco, a lot of other great Chicago bands in there. I think there's a, there's at least three major Wilco needle drops, including my f- Ooh. second favorite Wilco song, The Chicago. It's great. Yes, that, that's great. That that second to last episode really hinges uh, on a on a Wilco song and, and, uh-huh. and it building up. I think it's like a live. No, it's the album version of Spiders Kids Moke. I'm pretty Is sure. Is it really? I could be mistaken. Who knows? But man, wow. So good, uh, man. It, it really, I, I love that episode. I guess that's kind of all I have to say about the show. Uh, how, you know, it's food related. This used to be a food podcast. It's it's heavily spoilable is the problem. There's a lot sure. of story. It's it's almost like more of emotional story beats that are pretty spoilable. But if if a show set in a Chicago restaurant, it's a Michelin chef who comes and take o- takes over his brother's restaurant after his brother dies, and it's just like a Chicago greasy spoon place uh, and it's it's just fantastic i loved it so much um we're probably going to rewatch it once we start having free nights again uh, because i got i gotta expose as many people as possible to this show dan thank you for the encourage encouragement to watch it i really wish i would have brought it up last week because i i would have i would have played uh the the radiohead song hmm. Featured prominently in the in the final episode of the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't even spoil it for folks. You ju- you'll just have to make it to that episode to find out which Radiohead song they they shelled out, uh, however much money <laughs> to Radiohead for. Who knows? Probably one million dollars. Yeah, I think I I would like to keep it nice and even. If I'm ever if I have the chance to to license something to like a film, I, I'd like to just keep it at an even million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's what I charge. That's my going rate for any of my songs to be used yeah. in movies. I mean, no one's done yeah. it yet, so I might. Yeah, I'm not going to lower it. Like I, you got to you got to sure. value your art, you know. Oh yeah, if somebody asks to use testin intestines in a movie and say million dollars, please. Yeah, and David Cronenberg really did want it for his, for his most recent movie, but uh, Andy would not have it. I guess that's all I have to say. He wanted he wanted to play it in a torture sequence where he played it on loop for three minutes straight, and I said that's not long enough. You need to do it longer, David. First yeah. basis, of course. The crone yeah. dog. What he is in my phone? Yeah, and he said. Normally, whenever I license a song, I don't get <laughs> directorial input <laughs> from the artist. Anyway, you're up again, Dan. Keep bringing oh, God, us down. Play another one of these freaking uplifting songs. God. Well, I guess if I'm going to have to, um, it's going to have to be one that absolutely blows the listener's pants off. Um, I hope you're ready to hear a little metal. Uh, Just so you guys know, it's going to get a little nuts. Uh, Whenever I need to feel uplifted, I I turn to 
instrumental music a lot, um, swelling music. I don't, I don't really like listening to movie scores, but it would be, you know, music that you would maybe liken to music movie scores. Uh, not this exactly. This is, this is some true blue metal, Andy, some pl- true black metal, uh, if we're mm. being real honest, uh, which I basically consume like instrumental music, uh, because sure. I don't know what they're saying. I don't really care what they're saying. It's just kind of, uh, a sonic feeling. You, you can't, no, no one understands it. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure if you did look into the lyrics to this song, they'd be pretty awesome uh, because it is by my absolute favorite, probably my favorite metal band, Andy. Uh, It's Liturgy with Returner.
Magnetic Fields song called 100,000 Fireflies. Stephen Merritt is the man behind Magnetic Fields. He writes all those songs, even though that was, uh, you know, uh, another person's beautiful voice singing it. Of course, the first lines there, I have a mandolin. I play it all night long. (laughs) It makes me want to kill myself, (laughs) which is a very Stephen Merritt line. I think it's very funny. But the song has a very happy, like bouncy, almost like sugary sweet tone, but it's ultimately pretty sad. At the end, the last lines of the song are, you won't be happy with me, but give me one more chance. You won't be happy anyway. Why do we still live here in this repulsive town? All our friends are in New York. Why do we keep shrieking when we mean soft things? We should be whispering all the time. So it's one of those songs we talked about on the last episode where the lyrics and the music pointedly do not match tonally. And I, I really enjoy that. Man, every time I listen to the Magnetic Fields, I wish I spent more time listening to them. I, I did just hear this song recently, actually, on another music podcast. I was like, this would be perfect for the depressing songs. And then oh, I just so you listened to like five or seven, five or seven other Magnetic Field songs, and they're all good. It's just there's so many. You know, he does the thing where... Uh, this yeah. this album has 50 songs. This album has 69 songs. 69 love songs is their most famous album. Cool band. That's a lot of freaking songs, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very intimidating. Reminds me of like a, a guided by voices. Like when I hear it, I like it, but, but there's just too dang much of it. Yeah, uh, we've we've definitely talked about guided by voices before. I wish they would just take two years to make an album and you know take some time to make some of those songs better because they really seem like first drafts of songs that could wind up being really good and the songs that are really good in the draft form seem like the exceptions rather than the rule that's just my deal with them that is probably more fun just to do what they do and drink a bunch of beer yeah yeah yeah. it seems like a good time (laughs) andy Mm. that was quite the whiplash <laughs> by design i just didn't have any metal songs i wish i had something a little bit more metal um i have a band on here who has flirted with metal from time to time but uh the song i have on here doesn't work so i guess it's my turn again isn't it hmm. do it andy please do how it how am i gonna depress everybody now you could keep talking <laughs> I'm actually going to play a song that I've played on a previous playlist episode before, but it's just the perfect song for the occasion. You're sick. This You're is sick. Even by Julian Baker that I definitely talked about on a winter playlist. Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's sad. It doesn't really represent the rest of her music and what makes it special for me. because She does like a wall of sound that she creates all by herself. But this is just her and an acoustic guitar. I love Julian Baker. Seen her live a couple times. Miss, uh, missing opportunities to see her live tour in the new album. That's okay, even by Julian Baker. And why is it not playing? Play, play, play. Even flow. <laughs> uh, closing music and reopening. Something funny 
whenever you have the Apple, it just called the app is just called Music. And when you close it, you have to go click on Quit Music, <laughs> which is like maybe something I should do in my life. Yeah.
Look at the look at the cat back there. Oh, he's scared. He just saw the devil. <laughs> Andy, that was freaking Stereo Lab. I love to play Stereo Lab. Love to listen to Stereo Lab. That's one of my favorite Stereo Lab songs. Uh, liked it for a while now. Never really listened to lyrics. Yeah. Uh, exploring it for this list, uh, they are explicitly uh uplifting um i always just kind of listened and would hear her say i hate to see your broken face and that's kind of just where i would stop listening um and like i I like that yeah i was like oh cool she just broke somebody's face uh but that's not even what she's talking about she's talking about uh not wanting to see you down because this world will give you anything uh and that's true, ain't it? You know? Yeah, it's true. Oh. I, the world will give you anything. Just like it will one day give me a million dollars for testing and testing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All I have to do is will it. Will it so. And it'll happen. And someday I'll be in Stereo Lab. And then she'll <laughs> wish she hadn't told me that. Because I'll be singing her freaking parts and she's kicked out. Aren't you going to see them soon? Andy, I wish I could say I was. I got a ticket, that's for sure. It still has not sold on the on the second market uh, Ticketmaster platform. Got a ticket to see them there in Chicago. But just two days later is uh, Ice Age and Earth up here in Kansas City. It's so much closer. Uh, I love Ice Age. I love Earth. Uh, you know, Chicago, that the ticket was an easy buy. It was like 30 bucks, but whenever you factor in everything else, I, I, I purchased Dan, it hastily. You got to do both. You got to do I, both. Hey, it, it's not, it's not out of the equation. I, I have considered taking a train up there from St. Louis, uh, and then coming back down immediately after the show, uh, and then driving to Kansas city. I was looking at newly announced tour dates for a band that I might or might not play a little bit later, one of my all-time favorites, Uh, and there were three different dates. They had Tulsa, they had Fayetteville, they had St. Louis Wow! in in four days, and I probably would have tried to go to all three, Uh, but I'm in China, unfortunately. Uh, Titus Andronica is not coming to China on this tour. I don't think they've ever yeah. been, been to East Asia. Actually, not, not going to make that not leg. Big, you know, not a big market for uh, very sad, sad punk music here. And they got one listener. They, they do. Me, well, I, I just realized that might be enough. One of my many Titus Andronica shirts on right now. I think I have like six Titus Andronica shirts. Some of which Jeez. I made on my own. I made them. Anyway, Dan, it's Europe again. Europe again? Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Andy, I'm going to hit the listeners with a quick three-piece. Yes. Uh, yes. They're, 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 <laughs> they're going to get a real earful on this three-piece. As, as they heard with the uh, the liturgy song, um, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of energy to uplift me. 
Um, and some people aren't ready for that. I hope, I hope we didn't get a lot of skips there, but it, that, that, that's an intense song, Andy. Yeah. And, and I'm going to lead us off with another pretty intense song, although not in the metal realm, Andy. Um, I, you know, this, this, this song is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> Andy, <laughs> this song does something to me. All these songs do. I'm, I'm really excited for this three pack leading it off, Andy. Marnie Stern, Prime. Oof. I made a start, look back just once. Rebels of the frontier, I can make it make sense. Defenders of the real, all I can see are dolphins. I feel close to them, and no one else rode to nowhere. Point of no return, dream of consciousness. He was just one, like a prime number. He was devoid of plus. He looked up, waited, so frustrated. I am vanishing into trees defenders get onto your knees 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 i made a stop look back just once rebels of the frontier i can make it Thank you. 
A real nasty three-piece. First, we had Prime by Marnie Stern. Uh, lead track off of This Is It and I Am It and You Are It and all the rest. Ellipses, Andy. Followed by Turkey Dog Coma from Flying Lotus's You're Dead, my favorite album of his. Love that song. Really just goes nuts at the beginning. And then you get a beautiful drum solo at the end. Uh, you know, you can, I, I didn't look up the credits or anything, but I, I'd venture a guess that you got Kamasi Washington, Thundercat. Uh, you got the whole gang playing on that track. Oh, so much going on. Love that. Gets me real hyped. Nice. Followed that up with Alarm Call by Bjork. 
That's a good song. Speaking of Bjork, did you see the the, the Northman? No, no, I have not. I have not watched it yet. She has a small role returning to acting after a long time off. She has a small role in The Northman. This movie absolutely rules, Dan. It's wow. so, so cool. Viking movie. think you'd really enjoy it. You should go ahead and sign up for Peacock. Peacock. Streaming Ooh, you on know Peacock. I'm, all, I'm already on the unpaid side of Peacock watching mm-hmm. my Columbo Andy. I might yep. just have to get it to watch watch the old northman uh alarm call always answers the question is bjork a buddhist (laughs) is she (laughs) no decidedly (laughs) um man andy i don't think i ever said the name of the stereo lab track that i played earlier and that's just criminal because it really Mm. is a good one Mm. it's called the noise of carpet great name on that bad boy uh great feeling vibe let's just go back and let me talk more about that song why not poorly why not because no one would want to hear that speaking of which no one wants to hear me talk about musicals which is what i'm about to do right now because my next song is the closing number of a musical guess what dan i like musicals now it's a new thing that's I depressing. started watching watching all the movies uh, from the director Bob Bossy, who started as a Broadway. Well, he was a dancer first, but then became a prolific Broadway choreographer. Sweet Charity, Cabaret, Chicago, and then he made the movie All That Jazz, Dan, which I had seen when I was younger, but did not get because I did not have the context, which is pretty much full knowledge of that guy's biography which is what is required to enjoy and appreciate that movie but once i'd been studying the dude and finally watched that movie with all that background knowledge boy oh boy dan i think it might be in my top 20 movies of all time hit me really hard it was an incredible movie it's about a guy who works way too hard and is a very (laughs) not a good he's not a good man he's a womanizer he allows himself to indulge every single vice that he has to the absolute maximum and it destroys his body. Dan, have you seen the movie? Um, I have seen it, but like you, it, it was whenever I was very young, so I, I have very uh, little memory of it. I used to play on the Fox Movie Channel a lot. Oh, interesting. It's it's wild that it was a big hit and won a bunch of awards because it's one of the stranger movies I've watched. It starts uh, more traditional. It's just scenes from a dude's life as he's staging a musical while also trying to edit a movie at night. And as it gets more and more difficult for him and he has to take more and more drugs in order to sustain sustain that lifestyle. The movie becomes much more surreal. Eventually, he has a sort of a health crisis. And then in the last third of the movie, is just a full-on fantasy sequence while this dude is in the hospital. And it ends with this musical number. Uh, it's like a full Broadway funky band re- rendition of an Everly Brothers song called uh, bye bye love except it's restyled as bye bye life uh, and it's because he thinks it's the the end of his life i'm going to play some of it now I'm, and i'm going to play it in its entirety right now <laughs> so strap in we got nine minutes and 36 seconds instead of a so wait you're not going to play some of it <laughs> i thought you were going to try to cut that Weren't you, you little worm? <laughs> yeah, <I was. laughs> yeah, spoiler. I'm not going to make Dan listen to nine and a half minutes straight of a musical. But I, I am going to make our listeners listen to it. 
unless they want to fast forward through it. What what you should do is just watch the movie. We should disable that, the fast forward button on our show. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that from now on. Guess what, mom and dad? You got to listen to the cuss <laughs> songs now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they're only getting cussier. Not this one. This one doesn't have any cusses in it. This is Bye Bye Love slash Life, the finale from the film All That Jazz. Many different singers and performers. Ladies and gentlemen, let me lay on you a so-so entertainer, not much of a humanitarian, and this cat was never nobody's friend. In his final appearance on the great stage of life, uh, you can applaud if you want to, Mr. Joe Gideon.
was less of a three pack and more like a maybe an eight pack like like my abs but yeah that's song. Mm-hmm. it's a song from a musical it's got all these different stages and i don't know if you notice there's something really special about that song and that's it it absolutely rips dan the musicianship yeah. is just so so good it doesn't seem like a I mean, it does seem like a broadway musical number because it's tons of people singing and it's you know sweeping and all that but musically it's more like a funk song uh, and I, it's just so cool. I, I really like that it took this kind of almost pedestrian love song and blew it up to be about uh, existential angst and uh, wishing you'd lived your life differently. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just a breakup song that they took and repurposed for this musical and made it something completely different. Love that. Such a cool song. Such a cool movie. Thanks for bearing with us on that, everybody. This is what they come for, Andy. We're, we're we're two cultured fellas, and 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 we're exposing our wonderful listeners to uh, maybe something that they haven't heard before, because all that they do is drink freaking Mountain Dew and suck their toes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> Andy, if you're my age, which you're not, you're old. Uh, hmm. This song might bring back some memories for you, especially if you. Got home after school every day and flipped to what was on Mediacom Channel 60, baby. I'm talking Cartoon Network. I'm talking Toonami Andy. I'm talking freaking Dragon Ball Z. And I'm talking gorillas. Uh, were, were, were you a part of this movement of, of seeing gorillas videos on Toonami along, along with those uh, Daft Punk videos? Sure wasn't. I think I, I think I was too deep into school at that point. Didn't have time. Uh, well, I was a little dummy, Andy. Or <laughs> I also probably just didn't live in a situation where I had cable to watch that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I was rich, so <laughs> all I kinds was of cables, cords too. Had my head really far in my butt, listening to Gorillas, Andy. This is 19 2000 Gorillas featuring, uh, I'm going to say, Miho Hattori, uh, who should get a featuring credit on there because it's her lovely, bouncy voice that makes this an uplifting, happy classic for little old Danny. Let's give it a freaking listen. <laughs> The world is spinning too fast I'm fine that I get shoes To keep myself tethered To the days I try to lose and My mama said to slow down You must wear your own shoes Stop dancing to the music After this in a happy mood Yeah, but my real one 
There's a monkey in the jungle Watching a fake trail Caught up in the conflict Between his brain and his tail And if time's elimination Then we got nothing to lose Please repeat the message It's the music that we choose Keep supposed to just play mine immediately dan when yours is done but i have to ask you i gotta get your preference on this i gotta play an earl sweatshirt song but should i sure. play chum or grief Ooh, wow um i also considered an earl sweatshirt song are either of those off of his his second album the i don't, uh, like. I don't like yes grief is from that one Oh, I think that that album is just so depressing. I, I, I definitely know Chum better, but man, that, that album as a whole. I'm, let's go grief. Let's go All grief. All right. Well, because Dan expressed his preference for grief, here's Chum. I'm just kidding. I'll play grief. All right. In a minute, I've been living what I wrote. And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas. Mama taught me how to read them when I look. Miss me at the precinct getting booked. Fishy niggas stick to eating off of hooks. Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga. I don't act hard, I'm a hard act to follow, nigga. Like it or not, when it drop, bet he gotta listen. Chasing dragons, trying to make it happen on a mission. Step into the shadows, we can talk addiction When it's harmful, where you going? In the party, you didn't know it, don't give a fuck Pardon me for going into details 376 was a brothel We had females coming every hour on the dot And this shit sound like a gavel when it not Focus on my chat, ain't as frantic as my thoughts Lately I've been panicking a lot Feeling like I'm stranded in a mob Scrambling for Xanax out the canister to pop Never getting out of hand Steady handling my job, time damaging my ties 
pool, turn to get up, get dude, turn to dinner quick. You circus niggas, you turning into tricks. I was making waves, you was surfing in them. Dealing with the stomach pain just from birthing nigga shit. Cut the grass off the surface, pray the lawnmower blade, catch the back of a serpent nigga shit. Been outside in a minute, I've been living what I wrote And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas Mama taught me how to read them when I look Miss me at the precinct getting booked Fishy niggas stick to eating off of hooks Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga My fleeting thoughts on a leash For the moment, high as fuck I've been alone in my shit For the longest You know, one yeah. thing I really love about that album, I mean, it feels so incredibly raw. I mean, I'm pretty sure he made it on a MacBook, including just rapping into the MacBook speaker. <laughs> That's how the album sounds. Sure. Yeah. But uh, it feels just so sincerely devastating. That's a tough yeah. listen sometimes. But man, maybe, uh, you know, top five rappers of all time. He's the way he can just oh spin words together that should not be together, but it makes it seem natural is really incredible stuff uh you know i, I kind of wish he'd he'd go back to doing beats that were a little bit more traditional because it's some of his stuff is uh tougher to listen to these days but you know who am i i'm not a, i'm not the artist um I, I i actually really love the the beats that he's uh doing right now however i i think i i, I would like to hear hear them sustained a little longer yeah a la your uh Got it by voices criticism there. Yeah. But Andy, I'm not going to tell the guy what to do. I don't think he'd freaking listen. This yeah. guy. <laughs> That's the thing about rappers. They don't listen to you. 
every other artist. They listen. They do what you ask them to do, but not not Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, that's true, Andy. I only uh, had one rap song on my list. Not going to yeah. play it. Touch the Sky, Kanye West. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. We, we talked about, uh, I had, had some Kanye <laughs> songs uh, that were optional, optional for mine, too. I know last time we did honorable mentions, and it took me forever to edit. So I'm not going to edit the clips together this time. But if you have any honorable mentions, you can just say them. Um, I had that one. I would say the opening section of Storm off of uh, Lift Your Skinny Fists Like Antennas to Heaven. Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Sorry for all the words. Uh, That 22-minute long track. The opening salvo there really gets me uplifted always does it for me andy you know yeah the the classic that you got uh, diarrhea planet with fowser oh, yeah man oh, yeah. that song gets me going but i don't know it's not explicitly uplifting it is kind of it's a little depressing in its lyrical yeah. content they do a uh, lot of that you know where the music is uh soaring but the words are pretty pretty down yeah. And similarly, with uh, not although not that similarly, uh, Rottweiler from Idols, a uh, mm. song that really gets me going. They have more explicitly uplifting songs. This one's like about Mr. Like, Motivator. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I think Rottweiler is about weeding Nazis out of your punk community or community in general, uh, which, which is an uplifting thing. We should be doing that. Uh, yeah. But man, it, it you know just uh, that's I guess that's what uplifts me is, is song that get me get me just get the blunt pumping for me and get the blood pumping get the uh, blunt pumping yeah i said get the blood pumping. <laughs> i also had muzzle by by the smashing I mean, pumpkins that's what i do dan i get the blunt pumping every time i'm on the mic i tell it exactly right. like it is i don't hold that's back right. i know people come that's to spring right. food for the truth because we're blunt we keep mm-hmm. it blunt here Blunt after blunt. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Truth because mm-hmm. you, you're talking about truths. Talking about truths. Truth after oh, yeah. truth. Blunt after blunt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Dana. I will start off our last set here. I'm gonna do a Japan Droid song called "In a Body Like a Grave." This is a band that made an album called Celebration Rock, which is pretty positive. Though there's a lot of sadness on there. And then the, this is from the follow-up, Near to the Wild Heart of Life, which is also very positive and uplifting. And then it ends with this song, which is a bit confusing because the, the music is still uplifting in tone. And the first verse and second verse are identical. And it's just listing off a bunch of stuff that likes that makes life really hard and miserable. And this song really seems like it's going to, you know, explode eventually and uh, become very hopeful. I'm like, here's something to give you hope despite all that. And instead, it's just like, here's a bunch of bad stuff you can do <laughs> to kill your time. And that is the last song this band has ever put out. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a really good song. You also notice that that verse that they, they you know copy and paste and use again doesn't rhyme. They just say a bunch of... He just shouts a bunch of stuff that doesn't rhyme. I still really love this song. It's really good. It plays really well live. It's very anthemic for a song about how miserable this dude thinks life is. I'm not even inclined to agree with him, though I do agree with a lot of the sentiments expressed during that part. I just, you know, he 
it's a balance generally uh, between having bad experiences and good experiences in life, and they both give each other meaning. And uh, this dude just pretty much says they're they're, they're all bad. <laughs> also, being bad can be fun. Seems to be the argument here. So here is in a body like a grave by Japan Droids. Christ will call you out. School will deepen dad. Work will sap a soul. Hometown haunts what's left. And this all in a lifetime and all-
that was the rhythm changes by Kamasi Washington off of the epic final song off of that first disc. Man, that's an uplifting song. That's uh that that'll that'll make you feel good. Uh lovely, lovely voice on that singer who whose name I should have looked up here. Uh Kamasi played that whenever I saw him live. And it, it cool. is uh man, it it it's a it's a real moving experience just just seeing that whole band at work. Probably eleven different pieces go in there. Uh, as you commented while the song was playing, it, it would have gone really well after that, all that jazz song. Uh, it also would have gone, gone really well just playing out and with no talking after it, uh, cause <laughs> it is seven minutes and 45 seconds long. Heck, if you've made it to this part, uh, consider this a little bonus track for you. Us talking, that is. There's no more music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we've got to remember how to actually end a show now. We used to do yeah. it all the time. We did it, you know, 199 times over the last, the previous three years. It's, we're coming up on a year of the show being done. You think about that? Wow. I mean, it's, that's nuts. I guess I, I'd have to look up the date of when the last meals episode came out. And maybe I will so that I can redo, redo this section. Uh, oh, wow, Dan, this is okay. Uh, we definitely need to redo this. Dan, as we wrap it up, I, I think we need to draw attention to something. And that is that, uh, well, today is July 26th for me. It's the end of the 25th for you. And July 27th is the, the, the day that our final episode posted, which means that right wow. now for me is the day that we recorded our final episode. That's nuts. <laughs> it's been exactly a year, which we did not know whenever we, uh, you know, agreed to yeah. do it this day. But... Hi, how you doing? We this is our eleventh episode. So we've we've managed to do eleven episodes and sending spring food mo. Three of them suck really bad. Three uh, of them are bad and, and should never be listened to. The rest of them are like kind of the normal amount of bad. Uh, yeah. But at least you get the music to off offset that. I, I do like some of the stories in those first three, just because it's a nice document of that whole trip that I made from the United States to uh, the People's Republic of China. But they are bad. They're they're not they're not yeah. fun yeah, to listen to. Even for me, and I love my own voice. And I, you know, I don't have any trouble tolerating yours either. <laughs> Andy, I got, I'm not going to lie. It feels like it's been longer than a year since the show proper ended. Really? Yeah, it really does for me. In, in what way? I don't know. I, I, I just feel so far away from it. I can't imagine. Uh, I, it's, it's so weird that, that we did that every single week. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> twice. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I totally forgot about that. I forgot that yeah. we did this stupid bonus show. In hindsight, we should have stopped doing that about three months in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Once it became apparent that you know it wasn't going to earn enough money to really help us offset the cost of making the show, we probably should have just stopped and made it a little less less draining a, a process. We probably should have gone bi-weekly after about two years. Uh, that would have been a that would have made it more sustainable. Sure. Also. Much more successful podcasts do. <laughs> but I regret none of it. I think about this stuff sometimes because I was just, I was so happy to have it to work on all the time. I loved doing it, loved doing it with you. Miss it all the time, uh, even, if, even if it was a huge workload. Uh, it was, you know, sometimes not great having two, you know, two jobs, one full time, one almost full time some weeks. Uh, but I miss it. I really do. 
I'm happy to be doing these. I, I, I'm glad that we shortened the gap. Uh, and I, and I hope we do with the next one. I, I, I got some pretty good ideas here, Andy. I, I got some okay. themes I need to throw at you sometime and, uh, blow your mind a little bit. You, you, you dropped this two parter on us. I think the whiplash series, I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, this was really cool. Really enjoyed this. Uh, is, is, as much as I didn't quite enjoy trying to put myself in a sad headspace when I'm trying to feel good, uh, it was, it was cool. This is, I, I'm happy with this premise. And I'm happy doing doing radio spring food. It's a fun time. Me too. And, and if you're a fan of radio spring food, go to bandcamp.com. You know, after I've uh, updated it uh, to get the special radio spring food Dan edition of, of the spring food forever cassette. Uh, that's going to get you a copy of the cassette uh, with all that stuff that Andy wrote put so much work into and it's going to get you some garbage that i did as well that that will cost you roughly as much as the actual cassette um, <laughs> so you know get in on that and, and allow a couple weeks for uh, any response at all yeah okay bye bye tapes bye bye life mm-hmm. and bye bye listeners until yes. next time, two, three weeks from now, whenever we feel like it. Love you, Dan. It's been great. Love you, Andy.